Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Press Secretary Jen Psaki just gave an update on a Friday. Talked about President Biden's phone call today with China's President Xi. Uh, During her briefing, as she was wrapping up the week uh, in the White House, the details of the call were uh, released several hours later. And uh, China also releasing some of their readout. Uh, And the readout uh, gives you some some of the basics, doesn't give you a lot of the tone uh, of the call very often. Uh, So I want to go through a few of the things that came out of this during uh, Jen Psaki's White House press briefing today. Uh, Jen Psaki outlined what President Biden and President Xi discussed in a phone call that went nearly two hours. The majority of this call, as I think you heard, you saw in the readout and you heard, I think, on the call we just did, uh, but was focused on uh, Russia's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. Uh, The president spent the vast majority of the nearly two hours was spent with the president outlining the views of the United States and our allies and partners on this crisis, including a detailed overview of efforts to prevent and then respond to the invasion, how we got here, steps we've taken, where where we've gone and why. And, uh, of course, as was also noted in the readout, but let me just reiterate, uh, he also uh, conveyed uh, and and described the implications and consequences if China provides material support to Russia. Uh, So, of course, uh, very serious talks today. And again, two hours is a long time to be on a video uh, conference call like that. Uh, Jen Psaki was asked if the administration is still concerned that China is still considering or reconsidering answering Russia's request for more military equipment and support. We have that concern. The president detailed, um, uh, you know, what the implications and consequences would be if China provides material support to Russia um, as it conducts brutal attacks against Ukrainian cities and civilians. And obviously that is something we will be watching and the world will be watching. So that concern hasn't gone away following the call. Obviously actions are a key part of what we'll be watching. Yeah, the uh, the actions are going to be what really matter in this. Uh, she also said that China wanted to talk about Taiwan. The issue of Taiwan was raised by the Chinese, um, and the president reiterated that U.S. policy on Taiwan has not changed. So no changes there. And again, it's so interesting to see the readout between the two countries, and uh, sometimes you wonder if they were on the same call, uh, because they can be positioned so differently. But uh, this is going to be one, especially as it relates to Taiwan, in terms of actions, speaking a lot louder than words, and they they clearly got in, the two leaders clearly got into some other areas that are equally concerning, I think, to our national security here in the United States of America. Uh, Jen Psaki was challenged on the Iran talks and was asked if they're giving Russia a pass by not sanctioning Russia's participation in nuclear projects. 
There's absolutely no pass given. They're not getting additional assistance or sanctions relief of any sort. They have an implementation role. They've had an implementation role in the past um, as it relates to the Iran nuclear deal. And that uh, is certainly what we would be talking about in this regard. But for clarity purposes, there's absolutely no no additional sanctions assistance that Russia would be receiving that is outside of the Iran nuclear deal. So the Iran nuclear deal is going to be another one uh, that we'll get into next week. There's uh, some real concerns there in terms of how that's all playing out. And then one interesting, this was sort of a a side note from the conversation, Newsweek uh, is reporting that the uh, U.S. has uh, been detaining Ukrainian refugees in ICE detention centers. Uh, Jen Psaki couldn't comment specifically on the, the case that was raised by the Newsweek reporter. Uh, but said that uh, the United States is still enforcing immigration policy and refugees have to apply and go through that process. We are still implementing our immigration laws at the border. That means that Title 42 is in place. And for individuals who uh, come through, uh, you know, uh, abnormal migration, we we approach that through the same laws and implementation. When the president says he would welcome refugees, of course he would. But they have to apply through the refugee programs. Uh, so, again, uh, so many different facets that continue to play out as it relates to what's happening in Ukraine and what Russia continues to do as refugees continue to pour out of the country and as they uh, start to emerge in other places, not just in Eastern Europe, but in other places around the world, uh, including our southern border, uh, which, again, people in search of freedom will do just about anything, uh, as we have seen. And so all of that uh, very difficult to balance and juggle uh for the administration as they try to process all of that uh, and keep everything lined up to make sure you keep Vladimir Putin in the right space, that you keep uh, President Xi from China in the right place. You still have Iran that you're dealing with and refugees uh, from around the world. So incredibly complex, and we'll continue to follow all of it here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, Dave Packer from ABC is going to join us. We're going to talk about going to the moon. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.